Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Back to Football podcast. That's the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football. It's Friday, we've got that Friday feeling. It's October the 25th, less than a week to go till Halloween and I'm joined by uh, a not-so-scary figure in the studio, uh, John Miller. John, how are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. How are you, Dan? Yeah, I'm all good. 20 is a bit of a a milestone. It is. Um, Mini milestone. Good one to get to. Um, 20 years old, is that an adult or are you a kid at that age? You're an adult, surely. Aren't you you a, a kid? Well, yeah. You're a kid, then what, you're a teenager until, what, 19? And then that's it, mate. After 19, you're an adult. I don't know. I don't know whether 20 is as, is as significant as... Because you've got 18. Yeah. Is, some people say that's adult. 21, that's an adult. Not yeah. sure. Um, it's a grey area. Grey area, yeah. yeah. Avoid, avoid, uh, <laughs> abort. Um, but yeah, so episode 20. What have we got coming up today? We don't even actually know uh, because yeah. uh, we are officially... Uh, winging this episode but it's been a good couple of weeks yeah we had a week off didn't we yeah Last pretty week. much um what did i do i went over to northern ireland have you been to have you been to ireland at all i have i've been to dublin and i've been to uh Drogheda. okay um, nice good pronunciation play, play a bit of football and your that. irish accent yeah, is coming through strong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you play football over there not anything serious nah so i'll tell you a funny story right so it's not very funny but it's just okay. i don't know why i said funny I, um, I know, pressure, right? Take the pressure straight off. It's not funny at all. <laughs> so, um, went out for dinner years ago. I'm talking like 2011. Um, we've, I got dragged along uh, out for dinner with some of my sister's friends. I was just pottering about at home. And she was like, yeah, come out for dinner with some friends that we met. Right? And uh, they, some of the friends invited some other friends who were Irish. Right? So we didn't know these people. So I got talking to this this lovely young lady, and um, she said, why don't you come to Ireland? Like, your sisters, you know, just come over. Like, we'll, we'll put you up. We'll take you around. We'll take you to Dublin. We live in Drogheda, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And I was, like, I was like, yeah, 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 as you do. F- you know, finish my paella. And then a month later, I was like, you know what? I should, I should call her out on this. So I did. A month later, after that, there I am in Dublin, being looked after and um, and having the great hospitality of the Lovely. Irish, Lovely. I, I would say only the Irish would that happen with. Like it was, you know, they were incredibly nice. They looked after us. All we paid for was flights. Um, you know, they fed us. They looked after us. They took us out. Took us into Dublin. They like uh, very hospitable and had a good time. And while I was out there, they were like, "Oh, we've got these friends, and they go football. They play football like every week on this like massive Astro." And I went there, and I just you know showed them how it was done, you know, in the you know uh... Gaelic football. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were playing Gaelic football. I was bagging it in like Thierry Henry, like finessing in the bottom corner. But uh, yeah, nice. no, it was uh, it was good, good, good fun. Um, but yeah, no, I went to went to Dublin and uh, went to Guinness Factory. Nice, which is great. Uh, it's a big. Know, Big tourist hotspot. Big tourist hotspot, yeah. But it, it's, I mean, you don't taste a, a, a Guinness like it. Like I've, you've had. I never really liked Guinness much anyway. But I had, I, I've had it before. And I was like, nah, this is not not the drink for me. Had it there, beautiful, really tasty, really nice, great drink. Had it since, nah, it's not for me. So yeah, you've you not had a Guinness unless you've gone to the Guinness, the Guinness factory. factory and had it straight out of the pump or the straight out of the, <laughs> not the pump, you're straight out of the. I don't know, straight out of what? Straight out, freshly made. Yeah, yeah Freshly yeah. made. Straight games. out of Dublin. Straight out of Dublin, yeah. Yeah. Not Compton. Not Compton, not yeah. Compton. Just me, but anyway, why were you there? Uh, we went to visit uh, Lisa's family. Oh, um, nice. And if, if they are listening, uh, thank you for having us. It was great. Um, Belfast, went mm-hmm. to see some ice hockey. Oh, nice. Um, have you ever been to an ice hockey game? I, I throw in all of my experiences back, know, right? back on you here, but I've never been to an ice hockey nah, game. No, it was but... cool. Like I was really impressed. Like I know there's a UK league, um, Guildford actually, uh, are our nearest team yep. uh, to London. Bracknell Bees. Yeah, but Back I think team. they're all in the lower they're leagues. Low league, they're yeah, in lower yeah. leagues, whereas Guildford Flames are now up in the top league, and Petr Cech is actually playing for them. I did see that. He's yeah. a goalie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to see Belfast Giants versus Manchester Storm. Um, had seats right down on the glass at the front. Um, oh, sick. 
yeah really good like yeah, you get yeah. that 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 impact yeah. as the the actual um the whatever you call it fiberglass mm. flexes like almost comes back and hits you in the face like you could actually put your pint or drink or whatever on the like a a railing in front yeah. of you but then if a guy comes and smashes it it's, get, it's going it's everywhere like the floor really. was actually very sticky and I can only presume that's why that, that's, that's why and no other reason yeah but I yeah <laughs> no other reason I hope um, grey area grey area um, but yeah no I would really recommend it I'm thinking of going actually down to Guildford oh, yeah. um, to, to watch a couple of games because the standard of hockey was good it's probably if you took like the NHL in America mm-hmm and then you went filtered down through all the different leagues that people could play in so they could go NHL they could go KHL which is Ooh. like Continental Hockey League in mm-hmm. Russia and I think there's a team in Prague and mm. Riga and stuff like if you said that's the second level then you've got the AHL in America which is like the amateurs the minor leagues it starts yeah. to get there probably by the time you filter down to the elite league the footballing equivalent would probably be somewhere below League 2 I think okay. maybe League 2 that sort mm. of level um, so you've got a lot of Americans and uh, Swedes and mm. Canadians that kind of in the twilight years of their career that, that sort of mls yeah, type yeah, yeah. thing yeah. maybe that would be a better example actually to, to say MLS to Premier League mm. um, okay. it's got that sort of vibe but yeah really good um, if you understand the uh, the rules of ice hockey is even better mm. um, but it's not essential so yeah. yeah I'd thoroughly recommend anyone that lives anywhere near an elite league team so I think Nottingham Coventry yes, Nottingham, yeah. um, Manchester there's a few up in Scotland Dundee mm. Fife Glasgow um, go see uh, some professional ice hockey because it's, it's good there was a fight as well of course um, that's customary isn't it that's a staple yeah I mean ice hockey, isn't it? do you remember Lee Bowyer and Kieran Dyers yes, fight yes. for Newcastle and you think of obviously there was added headlines to that because they were on the same team Ooh. but just the if there's a I can't think of the last time there was a fist fight in the Premier League no like a punch a, a closed fist punch yeah. thrown in the Premier League just doesn't um, doesn't happen does it doesn't happen and, it, and if it did the player would probably get like a 10 game ban yeah. like Diego Costa's probably the nearest thing we've Ooh. had in a long time Luis Suarez Diego Costa those yeah. crazy uh, South American <laughs> uh, brothers uh, that come over here biting and, and neck kissing and all, all the stuff that they do um, don't really get a lot of that in the Premier League no. maybe the guy coming on and polaxing Jack Grealish oh yeah last, oh, yeah, last oh, yeah. season took where him out, he took him out from behind but that was a fan anyway yeah. but I'm I'm all for a fight in a oh, game yeah, I mean too. in ice hockey it's kind of used tactically because it it's used for momentum. So if your team's down, if your team's getting, you know, um, getting turned over. Good oh, there we go. So yes. join join the party. I know Siri's come to play. Join know that Siri at what did you said to make that happen? Um, hey, go on. But yeah, I mean, if 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 the momentum's against your team and you've got the ability to have a fight and you know, win that fight and Ooh, get yeah. the crowd behind you, get your teammates behind you. Yeah, so, um, so it's just as a bit of a tactic. It's yeah, a it's a really good. I don't know if there's a... I can't think uh, of what the equivalent is, but, I mean, in the Premier League, I guess you do get, you know, maybe a nutmeg or you could put in a big tackle. Mm. Uh, you know, certain players will, will, will go in and, and put in a, a big tackle. A tasty one, um, yeah. And that kind of gets the game going. A little bit like Gerard uh, tried to do... You know, when he came on against Man United in his last season for Liverpool and just put studs down under Herrera's Oh, shit. yeah. Got sent off after like one minute. Yeah, yeah, but I remember. He's essentially, that. what he's trying to do there is the same as having a fight yeah. in, in ice hockey. You know, you're trying to G your team up with taking a tactical yellow card, but he, he took it a, a stage too far. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to see more of it. So what happens in ice hockey when that happens? So let's say I polex you, yeah. right? And like off the ball, yeah, right? or the ball's well gone, puck. or the puck, sorry, is well gone. And you get up and then you throw a few punches. We start, you know, hell for leather. It gets broken up, yeah, or everyone jumps in, then it gets broken up. What is the sanction? So, likely in that situation you described, that would probably be in more of an illegal thing. Mm. So, that would get called as like a roughing penalty, um, maybe even a game misconduct for, for against you or against me, against. You so let's say you hit me off the, if you hit me off yeah. the puck, 
then you'll probably get a, a penalty for charging or something like yeah. that or cross-checking. Then if I then got up and started a full-on fight yeah. with you, um, I would probably also get a penalty for roughing. Yeah. But generally what happens with a fight is that both players will agree to do it and then they'll drop their gloves. Mm. Um, and it's I think the dropping of the gloves is kind of the that's the universal hockey symbol for let's go. <laughs> and then once they do that, they then square up and it's yeah. more of a, it becomes more of a boxing yeah. kind of thing. And it's about, you know, the whole game stops and the referees don't go in to break it up. They let them fight. Yeah. So then once they've had their fight, they both get a five minute penalty mm. for, for fighting. Uh, so they sit out, it's basically five minute Simbin. Yeah. Um, and the two teams carry on, uh, 5v5 um, so it's not yeah. so basically they just leave the game for 5 minutes which means obviously you don't want your good players to be fighting no. so let's say we're using the football as a, as a kind of a, yeah. a method of of uh, equating it here like if you had uh, Neymar mm. you wouldn't want Neymar to be taking a 5 minute Simbin mm. um, you know if, if it's if it was uh, let's say Good example, like Arsenal versus PSG and um, Kalasinac is, you know, wants to fight Neymar, mm -hmm. then Neymar shouldn't really be taking that fight unless it was like Aubameyang ch challenging Neymar. Yeah. So you want a sort of a similar level yeah, of play. Yeah. But that's where like good players, good instigators will wind up the best players on the team. So yeah. then they get a, a, a field advantage as well yeah. or an ice advantage. Um, and equally, there there's a few teams in hockey where the top, you know, the elite player on the team, the captain on the team, uh, still fights as well. And obviously, yeah. that hasn't that has a negative effect on the team overall. In the yeah, end. of course. Um, so it's about balancing out those things. But it is, it, you know, I think a lot of the ice hockey players would make good boxers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not sure how many boxers would make good ice hockey players. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where the line uh, may be drawn. <laughs> Did we talk about Chernobyl? I think yeah. I, I mentioned it. You, you mentioned it, it and you said, uh, you told me and Greg to watch it. Yeah. Unfortunately, you haven't had time. I haven't had the time. I've been naturally quite unwell. Okay. Yeah, I think I had a bit of a throat infection. Right. Um, so Monday and Tuesday, I uh, called in sick to work. <coughs> yeah. still, still lingering. <coughs> Let's get some, <coughs> get yeah, up my gonna, chest. Yeah. Um, and, um, and yeah, so yeah, just recovering slowly. So I didn't get too much time to watch that. Plus I, like, I was behind on a few other shows that yeah. I actually what, like to watch. That's not new. Yeah. Um, so I tried to catch up, but I'm up to date now. Power. Um, I don't know if any of our listeners watch Power. Do you watch Power, Dan? No, I've been Power. told to watch it though. Power, yeah. brilliant. Uh, I think I don't know if it was created or directed by Fifty Cent, but he's heavily involved on the, on that one. Um, really, really good. Um, so I'm up to date with Power now. So I had to catch up with that um, and another few shows which I'm not going to mention because they are guilty pleasures and it's none of your business. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think I know which ones they are, but uh, <laughs> leave uh, leave them unsaid. Um, yeah. yeah, but there's one program actually that I, I watched a couple of episodes of last night on BBC iPlayer. You know when you're like, I don't know what to watch, don't want to yeah. watch anything too heavy, yeah, don't want to yeah. watch anything too light. Um, I actually tried dipping back into watching a bit of Peep Show. Um, oh, right. I was a big Peep Show fan for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, John's not urinating in the studio right now, by the way. That's him pouring a glass of apple juice. It looks uh, like <laughs> it does actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, I ended up going on iPlayer and uh, watching the first two episodes of uh, I think it's called The Met Policing Ooh. London, um, and really well-made documentary. Right. Um, kind of behind the scenes from a police perspective on certain crimes. Yeah. Um, but I guess, I mean, the thing that, the main thing that's covered in it is gang crime in London. Knife yeah. crime. Yeah. Um, a lot of young men uh, from similar backgrounds yeah. in, in in this programme, it can't be denied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, getting into these horrific, um, violent crimes and getting yeah. caught up in things. And I don't know, it's quite a, quite a hard watch, to be honest. Um, I can imagine, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky in a sense that I grew up in 
Sussex and then I've moved up to this <laughs> part of London yeah. and you know if you when you see that you see that big map you know where they've got in the in the CID office or whatever at, mm. at the different um, police stations that they're using and they've kind of plotted out where all these crimes are happening South? it's basically yeah Croydon yeah. up north from Croydon and then into the Tottenham area mm, yeah. and it's those areas and you know we are lucky in a sense that that Southwest mm. doesn't have some of those problems, but I don't know. You you grew up in you grew up in London, so I did. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, what's what's your two cents on on the situation? I mean, has it I changed? I mean, it's changed massively. I mean, I grew up in Southwest London, Battersea, yeah, um, just off uh, what used to be a notorious estate when I was younger, but it was more notorious before. I grew up and was hanging around on on the estate, which is Dodding, Doddington Estate. Right. Um, and yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of young, similar types of people from similar types of backgrounds, but we weren't. We no one ever, no one ever died. We all had, um, we all had uh, situations and problems. Fights happened. Um, you know, I got into a few scrapes, but I knew even if I wanted to carry it on, so say for example, you know, you get rushed by some of the older boys, you wanted to carry it on the next day, maybe find the person who instigated it and have an actual fight, you knew that's where it would end. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so you'd, you'd see them and you'd be like, fisty oh, you cuffs know, at dawn yeah, a few fisty cuffs, you'd get a second beating probably, <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd move on and then you'd be playing football a couple of days later, yeah. you know, um, in in the pen or the cage or whatever, um, and and I I really enjoyed it. I felt safe. I felt that if anybody came from outside, I know that I could probably go to a few of those older boys that gave you a little bit of a beating and say this has happened, da da da, da and they might help you out in in the situation. Yeah. Um, but now, you I mean you read the Metro or you read the you know um, any of those. Pay, the standard or whatever, or whatever yeah. the ones you, I do as you're commuting you know you pick up a paper there's just people just getting killed over the minorest things um, you know I just would hate to be uh, growing up where I grew up now yeah. um, even when I go back to because my mum my still lives there um, she's always like oh be careful when you go around to Doddington because where Doddington was there was lots of high rise flats and, but that's where like Tesco was and yeah. uh, a few other supermarkets, other shops, um, you know, Caribbean food shop, fish and chip shop, laundry shops, whatever. You'd go into, the, you'd go through there, you'd probably pass a gang of guys chilling, you know, maybe smoking something yeah, illegal. Yeah, sure. um, and then you, if you knew them, you'd say, you know, hey, how's your day, sir? And then keep <laughs> moving and um, go to Tesco, get, get your bread for your mum and then come back um, you know whereas now people are like you know getting stabbed outside the cash machine everything else so my, when I go there and I'm like oh my money to go to the shops I want to get some apple juice or something yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like be careful you know and she never used to say that when I was growing up living there because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't as bad so I I'm all for the police getting more involved because what used to happen is um, the community would kind of get involved. You've had you'd have community centres. There'd be people working in the community centres that live locally. Um, a lot of the young boys, their parents went to church, so you'd see someone's mum. So if you saw someone's mum and you were hanging around, everyone would run, like or <laughs> yeah. kind of hide because they'd be like, "Oh, that's so and so's mum, and he's going to tell my mum, and then I'm going to get home and I'm going to get a slipper yeah. across the head, right?" So then you'd kind of it, that kind of act as kind of behaviour management. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's kind of gone. Um, I'm not saying you have to go to church to be good, but people are uh, less um, religiously inclined yeah. now um, so then their kids are less fearful you can't really hit your kids anymore again I'm not promoting hitting kids but you don't have that fear that oh if mum finds out that I was even sitting around smoking with guys smoking weed I'm going to get in trouble yeah. um, you don't have that anymore so I think what, what now is happening within community and communities is you just there's just a, a group of unruly kids that are not fearful of their parents that are not fearful of any higher deity or power they're not fearful of the police they don't have any respect for their elders um, and they're just doing what the hell they want so I think the only way to kind of 
try and negate that now is to have more police um, around and have a police presence to try and um, act as that um, sort of yeah that sort of barrier and that management deterrent yeah Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my view but again everyone else might have a different view Um, by and large we didn't cause any, any trouble we were like aspiring MCs we used to see so neutrinos and we see Mega Man and Romeo and Harvey all the time and we'd want to be them so we'd have a little group we'd be MCing we'd be playing shows we'd be going on pirate radio we'd be going on um, sort of uh, legit um, sort of summer radios that would just pop up for the summer um, I performed at Clapham Grand with So Solid nice. Crews things like that so that you know we were just young young lads just you know enjoying our time but maybe just in a different way to another group would people yeah. people would do down in Sussex then um, it, yeah. but, and, and we played a lot of football you know played a lot of football I used to play football with Craig Eastman he used to play um, for, for Arsenal I think he's at Sutton United now um, you know he used to come to the pen a lot and just give everybody a little nutmegging show um, and, then, and then kick out and be like yeah I'm at Arsenal I, I can't play for too long um, sort of thing like yeah go get us a nice pole then you know <laughs> on the shot um, you know and it was just fun but like I through all my time before I went to university, and obviously I never went back after that, and I felt safe. I never felt, even when I did get into situations and people did knock the door and say, hey, you know, your son just beat up my son or whatever, I didn't feel as if I was going to get stabbed, mugged, you know, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And if I did get rushed or anything like that, it was just a few just a few body shots to the ribs or something like that. It wasn't really that big yeah, of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but st- now it's just terrible. It's yeah. completely terrible. I oh, don't want to live there now. No, the stakes seem to have uh, gone to the complete extreme, and mm. it is—it's—it's it's, it's life or death. It is um, literally life or death. And I just—just just, sorry, going back to myself. I, when certain things did happen, um, say you went somewhere. I remember going somewhere, and these group of lads from another area were like, you know, this is not your area, or whatever. And they would like give us your phone, or whatever. You'd say no. You might have a tussle, or whatever. A few people might get. A slap here and there I never felt that I was going to come back or bring a knife out or whatever sort of thing it was like if we see those guys again we're going to be ready we're going to be ready to fight sort yeah, of thing yeah. no one ever contemplated or I didn't ever contemplate actually taking a life of, yeah. of, of some of these uh, rival uh, areas like from Brixton you know whatever if there was guy, young guys in Brixton you never thought oh I'm going to go into Brixton and start shooting up the place or yeah. or killing anybody um, it was literally just all fist fights and things like that um, and it's just now it's just like people don't even care like mm. just you know people just like I just can't imagine hurting someone in that way but these young people they are they're just doing it they feel no remorse you know, like I said, no higher power. They don't care about their parents. They don't care about jail. They don't care about police. It's just a bit of a nightmare at the moment. Yeah. Do you? Th- I mean, do you think um, that there is? I mean, we mentioned we touched there on more having more police. Mm. Does more police equal, you know, a, a long-term solution? Not a long-term Does solution. Does it harbor resentment? So the no, police exactly. as well with the I don't know. stop and search I don't know kind what of it things. And yeah, but I think it, it helps because I'd much rather. I mean, I got stopped and searched a lot, um, and I never. It was when I, especially when I first started driving, right. um, and I used to work. I used to work in River Island, and literally, I'd say once or twice a month, really, if not more, I get pulled over on the way to work, and I'd be like saying to my boss, "Look, I'm like 20 minutes late because I've just been pulled over." Um, sort of thing. What were you driving? <laughs> in my nice, my first car, a nice little Honda Civic, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Type R or just a. Yeah, it's it's sports. It was a sports version. Sports I can't remember. Yeah. It might have been a Type R. I'm yeah. not sure. I can't remember. Some rascal wheels on it, or no, 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 no. No, mo- no modifications. Factory, no modifications. factory settings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, to be fair, I did have speakers at the back. Um, okay. On the on the shelf. Blaring out Harvey and so on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely order that. But um, at, at that time, it was frustrating. I'd like, oh man, I just want to get to work, right? you know, sort of thing. But I'd much rather that situation because if I was a, a rascal kid carrying something, I would have been caught with it and I would have got my just desserts. Um, you know, but I wasn't. So, you know, it was just, you know, quick search off you pop. I, I'm not opposed to it. I just think if you can't, you can't deny the facts. If that's, 
if that's an, an, an issue in that community at the moment, in a particular community, if that's an issue, then people need to be stopped. People need to be searched. If it was a different community having another issue, then, you know, I'm sure the police would act accordingly. I just think... Um, but you're right, though. It is creating animosity. I don't know. I think maybe more needs to be done... Um, with it for the youth, like say the youth so clubs. Earlier, earlier yeah, 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 yeah. Earlier on in schools, like I said, we had the youth club. Like we used to go to Dotton Youth Club. We used to go to Baxi Park, um, and there was like a youth club in Baxi Park. We used to go there, play Nintendo, play PS2, play table tennis, um, and stuff. And some of the kids there actually went on to do things. Like like I said, I mentioned Craig Eastman. There was a guy who used to play table tennis with called Panache. He was like at one point, he was like an Olympian, like he was like number one in the country playing table tennis, like wow. that sort of thing. Um, so it's, you know, we just were young and having a good time. We, we wasn't really thinking about animosity. And I think that, like I said, that community spirit's lost because there's no youth clubs anymore. You can't go anywhere after school to, to chill before going home or anything like that. You So you don't get to forge those relationships outside of yeah. school with the people within your community like mentors different and, schools yeah, yeah. or mentors or any other elders um, that can kind of lead you get round a, that down a different path um, so it's kind of like you don't really have that so you've just got people hanging around the chip shops or hanging around um, shops that just have signs on only two two, two people in, two, two, out, two, two yeah. out hanging around and, and just causing, tro- causing problems because there's literally nowhere for them to go yeah you know there's literally nowhere for them to go so I'd say bring back the youth clubs, but I don't know how that why they stopped. And maybe it was local authority funded, and yeah. that funding doesn't, doesn't isn't there anymore. I don't know, but I think the youth clubs and things like that is is uh, is a good way to go. Because you just to go there, it's a DJ, you can MC, you can you, know yeah. I mean? you, you can get into something that you. I mean, I that's how I got into football coaching. So I went to another fo- a youth club that was in Wandsworth. And there was a guy there that was just happened to be there at the right time. And he was like, sign up here if you want to do your level one football thing. And it's a free. And I was like 16. I signed up, got my level one. And then, you know, now I'm still coaching football um, at that time. So yeah. you know, things like that don't really happen anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's that whole give a man a fish, he'll <laughs> eat for a day, teach a man to be a football coach and uh, yeah, mate. he'll coach for life. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, no, so I, I would definitely recommend checking out uh, this policing London. I will, I'll have a look at um, For sure, the the scale of, of, of the issues there and um, are is huge and, and there's so many factors obviously going into it that we can't possibly even begin to, mm. to really scratch the surface of... of, of you know, a, a long-term solution to these things. But um, yeah, thanks for uh, giving us um, that insight into into growing up uh, in that area. Uh, do we? Do you want to touch on on boxing this week? Is there yeah. mu- is there much going on? I mean, um, I've seen I've seen Valley Logan Paul is absolutely he's stacked. Yeah, man, he's, he's huge. He's, he's humongous. Um, is is there? He's gonna he's gonna he's going for the knockout there. Isn't can he? you go over a weight limit just through muscle? What weight weight are they fighting at? Don't know. We sure. need Greg the Egg in here for, Greg, yeah. for that kind Greg of factual information. But um, yeah, he's he looks huge at the moment. Um, I know, obviously, a lot of muscle equals a lot of energy being used. Yeah, um, be interesting to see whether oh, yeah, yeah be, be interesting to see whether uh, KSI comes in at the same weight and and just as uh, just as built up. But um, we're not far away from that fight. I think it's just over two weeks. Ooh. Two weeks this Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Um, it is taken. I just I've just done a bit of a fact yeah. check. Uh, sorry to cut railroad you up there, Dan. Um, it says uh, that the uh, KSI and Logan Paul rematch is taking place at cruiserweight uh, division. Uh, uh, this uh, weight limit is uh, two hundred pounds. So two hundred pounds. Yeah. He's got to be. Close to above it. <laughs> I would think he's above that at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an explosive fight. I'm Cruiser, right? So that's like if Tony Bell used, yeah, well, yeah, Usyk's yeah. just gone up to fucking heavyweight, but yeah. he was a cruiserweight. Yeah, well, David Hay was a cruiserweight. Um, you know, so you know, you, you can be you can be quite meaty. Uh, I think, yeah, as long as he doesn't go up to uh, over two hundred pounds, I think he should be all right. 
think so. I think so. Uh, Derek Chisora, is he he's fighting uh, this weekend against uh, David Price. Yeah. Any predictions for that fight? Um, I'm going with Chisora. Um, I think he's he's almost had a new lease of life, hasn't he? Um, because you know. He's been around, I feel, I feel like he's been around for ages. My first sort of recollection of him was like when he threw that table at David yeah. Hay like, like 10 years ago or yeah. something. Um, Is he the one that got bottled over the head by David Hay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, his manager did. His manager did, oh, but okay, it was that right. same that fight. Same thing. Yeah, that same yeah. thing. Um, you know, he's... I, I'm sure he's got like nine losses on his record, something like right. that. And most fighters will be a journeyman at that level, like just getting in there to get beat maybe fighting the next AJ or Daniel Dubois or the next guy coming up take your licks and go home and get your money but he's almost turned it around he's working with David Hay now he's turned it around and I think um, same as David Price actually like he was looked at as like the next British hope um, you know and you know he he took a bad loss he'd done an instant rematch like what AJ's doing with Thingy. he lost again um, and then he again is coming back slowly. He took that beating of Alexander Povetkin, um, but then he's won his last few last few fights. But I think Chisora's, I think Chisora's just a little bit better, in my opinion. Um, okay, okay. So I'm going to go for Chisora on that one. Um, but heavyweight boxing, apparently, um, you always hear these like uh, sparring rumors and stuff, but yeah. like, and people kind of deny stuff. But apparently, he knocked Anthony Joshua out in sparring. Um, David Price so and that is something that Andy Joshua sort of said yeah yeah that happened so he is heavy handed not to say that's a big deal because hey Andy Ruiz has done it but um, he is known to be one of the hardest punchers in the division so it could be down to who hits who first I think Chisora's got probably a little bit more movement um, than he has he's quite stiff um, David Price but which I think David Price probably I'm going for David I'm going for Chisora on points I'm going to say that he's going to win it on point. Um, just before you jump in, you might be already on your list of things to cover, but have you seen that report about um, Tyson Fury? What? About, so I, I haven't read too much into it. I was just looking on YouTube. I was actually trying to uh, look for the Arsenal highlights from, from last night. From last night. Um, and I stumbled across a YouTube channel and it said that um, Tyson Fury, um, one of the, um, I can't remember the guy's name, and he tweeted about it as well. So he is. He was in the training camp uh, for Tyson Fury um, for his last fight, and um, I don't know why he's coming up with this now because that last fight was a, was a while ago, but a couple, good 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 month ago now. But he's coming out and saying that because he's had a video saying, "Look at my gloves," that he was sparring gloves. He touched them and they were like real padded, and then I'm like, "Look at Tyson Fury's," and they were like all worn out, all the padding had gone to the back and stuff. So like basically what. Tyson Fury's team, whether he knew about it, I'm sure he must know. As soon as you punch someone with it, you'll know the difference. They've been inspiring using worn down gloves to hurt their sparring partners or to maybe give Tyson Fury confidence right, that he can like okay. knock people out. Because let's face it, he's got no power. It yeah. was the last time he knocked anyone out. Um, so, but his par- sparring partners have got like fresh out the pack yeah, gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got these mangled up gloves that he's using with like hardly any padding. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, I'll, I'll uh, look a bit more into that and see what what Tyson Fury's response is. I know he has responded, but what's the what's the deal with Fury at the moment? I know he's is he's got WWE. He, is he gone? Is he a full time? Yeah, at the moment, paid yeah, member yeah. of World Wrestling. Yeah, it looks like looks wow. that way. I don't think he's going to come back. I don't. I think. I think he's come back. He was quite. He chose. They chose well with Wilder because Wilder's not a boxer. He's a puncher, and Tyson Fury is a great mover. So yeah. I think that he would never have come back in that state. He was still well overweight and fought an AJ or Daniel Dubois or yeah. Dillian White or even a Chisora. I don't think he would have because um, they're, they're more boxers. They would have picked him apart. But then if you saw the Wilder fight, he was swinging from the trees and just missing, and he caught him twice and saved himself. Wilder did so. I think they picked well, and then since then he's fought two nobodies. Um, yeah. And interesting stat: that Otto Wall- Otto Wallin has hit hit Fury more times than he's been hit in any fight in his career. Right. So this is what I think. This is my Jonathan Miller's uh, theory. Right. So he's come back. He's done amazing with the Wilder situation. 
gassed up a little bit, taken a few of the fights that he probably should have took before, took a little bit of a beating from Otto Wallin in the first few rounds. He got the cut and everything else. Really did get sort of tagged up. And he's probably thought, you know what? If I'm getting tagged up by Otto Wallin, who's like ranked number 50 in the world or something yeah. like that, right? What the hell is a Daniel Dubois going to do to me? What the hell is a David Price going to do to me? You know, you know, let me just make a little bit of money with WWE, you know, get and just sneak out the back door. And I, honestly, I don't, I would be very surprised if the Wilder fight happens again. Yeah. I know it's meant to be there. I'd be so surprised if he comes back to boxing. Um, it'd be a shame because the British fans want to see the AJ, best of Britain, AJ versus him, uh, Tyson Fury. Then you've got the uh, Wilder rematch. You know, there's yeah. good fights out there for him, you know, um, but I'd be surprised if he comes back because I think when you, you know yourself, like I did the same thing. I got an injury uh, when I was I was running for Belgrave Harriers. I got an injury. I took like two years out of not doing anything. Yeah. When I tried to go back to Belgrave Harriers, I was like, it was like I was pulling yeah, a bus. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. You know, and, <laughs> and then I was like 20, you know. He's like 31. Yeah. You know? And with boxing, like, and he's got... He's, he can still cling on to the lineal champ. He can still cling on to being unbeaten. He can leave now kind of being on top. There'll be a good, it'll be split public opinion in the boxing world to be kind of split. Like, was he the best heavyweight of our era? I'm not sure. Well, he didn't lose and his movement, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He could leave now. I think if he fights anyone now dangerous, I think he'll get knocked out because he's not moving the same. He's getting hit a lot more than he usually does. And he had three years. Was it? Was it? Was it three years near enough? Two, three years out of the ring, yeah. eating pizza and doing cocaine. I, I think it's hard to come back from that from any, yeah, yeah. any level of sport. Like in any profession. Yeah. <laughs> in any profession. In any profession, it's hard to come back from that. Yeah. And I think maybe his team, maybe himself, they've realised that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That we're done. We're done out here. I go WWE and pretend to punch someone and pretend to get hit. Yeah. Um, and he loves all the showmanship stuff. And- exactly dressing up as different characters and all that. So I, th- I think he's pretty much made for uh, for wrestling at this point. And, um, well, well, we'll see um, whether he does have a, a genuine career there. Um, there's some more boxing stuff I think we'll touch on next week. There's yes. Alvarez is fighting and then we'll do a little bit more yes. on, uh, yeah. on Logan and KSI. Hopefully we'll get our resident YouTube boxing expert, uh, Greg Hollands, on the show maybe next week yep. and Levi as Levi, well Levi, Levi is uh, hoping to, to join us as well on, on the show next week for episode 21 of the Back to Football podcast that's the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football but at this point in time uh, I think we should talk about football yeah. and go back to it um, you mentioned already Arsenal um, they they got a, a late win last Ooh. night did you catch the highlights in the end? I did catch those highlights um, before flicking onto the Fury stuff um, Nicolas Pepe um, Pepe man yeah he finally you know, you know he's not scored from open play yeah I know he's not scored yeah. from open play do you know what right um, there's a lot of sort of the fans being like oh he's, he's kind of flopped or whatever it does take time I remember Omri didn't score until like October November um, and then look at who, how he turned out to be. Not saying that Pepe is going to be on that level, but it does take time to settle. And he didn't really have a preseason. Um, yeah. So, but I actually think he's been playing well, even when Arsenal lost. I mean, I watched this. I watched the. Unfortunately, I watched the Sheffield United game in its entirety. And to be Same. fair, yeah. Arsenal were horrendous. But he was good. I reckon mm. he was man of the match in terms of the <laughs> Arsenal player. He was the best player on the Arsenal. Yeah. Team. Like okay. he, he doesn't get tackled. No. Well, yeah. Th- this is where he's he's very strong in his. His dribbling and beating that, you think he's oh he's about to lose the ball and then he just does drags it away, mad, yeah, mad little like wizardry with his yeah. feet. Um, but I, he doesn't at this point have an open play final product, mm. whether that be a a good cross or a cross that someone's expecting. Because mm. there was, I think there was one in the Sheffield game where he he put it on a plate on just on the edge of that six yard box. But Aubameyang didn't anticipate the run, yeah. so there's some chemistry stuff there where he's yeah. got to start playing with Lacazette and Aubameyang and uh, Willock and yeah. the other guys that you're playing. Who's the other guy? Zaz- Sacco. Sacco. That's yeah. it. Um, but I just think, yeah, he's, he's got shades of early days Cristiano Ronaldo, where he yeah. came in and he could do all the stepovers, and you know, you put him one on one with a, a, a left back, he's beating so, him yeah, yeah. nine times out of ten. But can they? 
successfully yeah. pass the ball over like eight yards to another player. Yeah. No, probably not at the time. My only worry for him is, and that's a really good analogy that you made, Cristiano Ronaldo had people to grab him up round the neck and they did yeah. Ferdinand and say what the you know, yeah, even Van Nistel you need to do this time. yeah they really did get into Ronaldo and say and they made him a better player yeah I don't know whether Arsenal have that <laughs> I think they're just going to be like yeah I can't see yeah you know must 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 Mustafi yeah, yeah saying jack shit to Pepe yeah I can't see and um, maybe I can see Lacazette he looks like he's you know, yeah, got might, some standards. Yeah, got some. Yeah, you know, got some authority in that team. Yeah. I can't see too much else saying to him. You need to do this, and also the manager doesn't seem like he's very strong either. Like, obviously, Ronaldo had Ferguson again. Yeah. He would probably drop him. You know, if if he didn't start producing the end product, I don't know if if that yeah. would happen at Arsenal. So I think Pepe might get better, but I don't know whether. And they kept through the chemistry more more game time. Yeah. I don't know whether he's in the right environment. To then go yeah, to the next a, level. The setup around him, yeah, yeah. To, hit, to hit that next level. Yeah, yeah I think there's a, a more recent example, and again, I go to Man United. Is is Memphis Depay? There's a mm. there's an air of Depay about him where yeah. he's got he's got bundles of bundles of, of actual natural talent and um, quick feet, a good shot, good free yeah. kick taker. But yeah, like you say, um, Depay was kind of. Uh, let down by the system at Man United when he yeah. finally arrived because it was it was Moyes I think or maybe Van Gaal yeah, that, Van Gaal that took him on um, and yeah he didn't have the infrastructure there and, mm. and the teammates to kind of take him to that next level so yeah, yeah. it's a good it's a good point um, but I I would like to see him start playing well because it's good to, it's good to have brilliant players in the Premier League yeah. and um, yeah he's, he's class man he yeah just, I mean I, he's isn't he still the only player to like. Van there Dijk was another one in the Champions League. Someone in the Champions League okay. dribbled past him. I think one of the Leipzig or Ooh. Salzburg players, whichever of those yeah. Red Bull teams, is in the group. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think he's the only player in the Premier League. Uh, yeah. this he season. loves a nutmeg. It's like who else is? Yeah. Who else is? Line them up, mate. Line yeah, them up. Yeah. So, um, but it was a good win. I think that yeah, it's a shame. It's at Arsenal's level at the moment. I think they are a Europa League team. Yeah. And. The way they're playing, they are they can't challenge for anything. They just not. Yeah. They can't turn over. Like I can't see Liverpool going to up to Sheffield United's ground, Bramall Lane, and uh, not losing. turning them over. Yeah, 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 and losing and just not really showing anything. Yeah. So I think well, you, yeah. you mentioned you mentioned Liverpool yeah. there. Um, slight, you know, chink in the armor shown. Uh, this week, maybe uh, against Man United. I mean, it's crazy that we even that is even a sentence. Yeah. Like drawing at Old Trafford is a is a yeah. negative, but that, yeah, that's what um, I was going to say. Probably not, you know, because I think it's always going to be a big game. There's been, you know, you watch Premier League years or whatever, and there's times when United have won the league, but they've lost. They've gone to Anfield and lost. Yeah, you know, um, or or not won. Those games are just melting pot, and anything can happen. Yeah. I judge th- it on the day kind of yeah I, I'm, I'm still going to go with Liverpool because I think I mean looking online now you know City just dropping like flies in terms of their defence um, yeah you know Zinchenko is now out as well so it's like he yeah, picked man. up injury on international duty I think yeah do you yeah. know what I saw yesterday sorry to j- yeah, just fly it. into another topic is that um, Jack Rodwell might be signing for you uh, Roma. Roma yeah yeah on a free because they are struggling so much for uh, midfielders. But did you ever watch the Sunderland Till I Die Netflix documentary? I, I've seen it on there, but I haven't watched it. Is yeah, it worth I mean, a watch? A hundred percent worth a watch. Yeah, I mean, it was when they were in the championship, I think. Right. Um, and they ended up. I might have got that wrong, but yeah, I think they were in the championship and they ended up getting relegated during the season that the documentary was being made. Um, and Rodwell was pretty much the, you know, the, the chief villain of that season in terms yeah. of he was there. By the end of the season, he was kind of fit enough to play, but he didn't want to play, but then he also didn't want to leave the club on a kind of a mutual agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he just wanted to collect his money. And in turn, him collecting his money was enough to to make it so that they couldn't bring in any players because oh, wow. didn't have they didn't have money to bring in any yeah. other players because they needed Rodwell to basically step aside yeah. honourably and he chose not to. 
Um, so he really did not come across as a, a good, um, at least servant of, of Sunderland yeah. uh, AFC. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he gets any minutes um, at, at Roma. And it, it's a very strange decision when you, you're riddled with injuries in your team to bring in Jack Rodwell, of yeah. all people, who has had a career kind of, uh, of injuries, tainted yeah. by injuries. So, um, yeah, a bit of very uh, interesting and also uh, strange addition. They actually, Roma last night, conceded one of the sweatiest 95th minute penalties I've ever seen. Uh, and the man who was um, adjudged to have handballed the ball in the penalty area was none other than uh, former Man United and Fulham centre-back Chris Smalling. Oh, wow. Um, but it hit, him, it hit him on the chest. It was Ooh. a really awful decision. I don't know why Europa VAR. League doesn't have VAR. No, it does not. Um, so, yeah, Roma ended up with a 1-1 draw against Mönchengladbach um, when, yeah, 100% it should have been, should yeah. have been a win. Um, but I do like that, though. I mean, you've mentioned two players there playing abroad. Like, you yeah. know, five, ten years ago, that just wouldn't have happened. No. Um, so that is good, and obviously players doing well you know you've got like Sancho's and um, people like that so Sancho's arguably the best under 21 player in, in Europe at the moment mm. in terms of the level the level he's playing at mm. the caps and the, the minutes that he's getting for a team that good yeah. um, I think Sancho is hard target maybe Jao Felix or yeah. Jao Felix uh, at Atletico, yeah. but even even he's unproven yet. He's not had the best start to the season. Um, so yeah, I would argue that Sancho is is the hottest prospect yeah. of of his age bracket. I'd almost love him to stay there. Yeah, why, but, not? You know, why not? I always read reports of Man City. Yeah, and you know, or United trying to get him in here. Ah, yeah, stay in Germany. I think the man. only club that I would be tempted if I was him to move to is Liverpool. Mm. If Liverpool come in and they say. Salah's 28 now um, in well I think he's not even that old actually Salah but let's say they they suggest yeah. that they want to bring him in for that kind of Shakiri role where yeah. you're the support man for the for Firmino Salah Mane um, and within one to two seasons depending on your performances you can be maybe hell maybe this season you know if you come in and you sub in for Salah when he's injured instead of Origi mm. and you play well you can hold your place in that team I feel like Klopp especially having that Dortmund yeah, link yeah. is potentially the one that will yeah. will get Sancho and I can imagine him at Liverpool I yeah. can see Sancho as a Liverpool player so um, if it happens you heard it here first yeah, if yeah, it yeah. doesn't uh, please don't go back and, and play this <laughs> uh, in our future um, let's just very quickly um, talk about Man United then uh, they finally got their first away win last night um, after I think since March they haven't yeah. won away since March Martial uh, which was in Paris I believe that the, their last away win came um, yeah Martial with the goal do you think they'll finish in the top six this year? Or do you think they'll be seventh or do you think they'll be lower? Um, and does it matter? This is another one. Does it matter if you finish seventh or you finish 15th? <laughs> I think it definitely matters. Yeah. Um, financially as well, it matters. But do I think so? I think so, yeah. I think they've got just enough good players. And I can see them going on a run of like six unbeaten and things like that and yeah. I think and I and I think so only just because the players the, the teams around them are just inconsistent yeah. if Spurs were doing anything like they were last season they'd be second yeah. you know um, Leicester they're in a good year and I think Arsenal are the ones that are, will let will allow Manchester United keep the door open for them um, and keep keep it um, keep it creaked open who else is it up there at the moment so you've got the, the Obviously, Liverpool City, Leicester, yeah. Yeah. smashing it. Chelsea, Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. Palace, yeah. Um, who no one's, you know, at least in the circles that I'm talking and listening to, no one's really talking about how good Palace are doing this year. Really, though, if you look at Man United, they're down in 14th, but they're only two points off of seventh place. Yeah, exactly. And they're only four points off of, uh, they're only four points off of uh, sixth. 
uh, five points off of fifth. So exactly. at this exactly. stage of the season, you know, United are as close to uh, fifth place as Man City are. Actually, United are closer to fifth place than Man City are to first place. Hmm. Uh, so it's all to play for. It's, all to play it's, for, it's yeah. very early doors. It's just. You know, once the rot sets in, it is yeah. it's hard to stop that. So I think um, they can turn it around. As a, especially Martial's back. Yeah. Um, once Pogba gets fit, as Pogba well. gets fit as well. Uh, I think he looks like he's getting over his little dip he had. Yeah. Um, Rashford. Um, I'd love to. Do you know what? I'd love to see them bring in Zlatan or someone. I mean, yeah. there's talk of Mandzukic. Yeah. Uh, being the player that that, mm. that joins them in January, uh, but I would love one final. Uh, I think he's still got final it. curtain call of, in the uh, League, of yeah, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Do you know what? I think he's got it on a level of he can play 60 minutes or 30 minutes at the end of a game. But the thing you get with Zlatan is you get the fear factor. Yeah, you were yeah. earlier on in the show talking about people not fearing a deity or a yeah, god. Yeah. Uh, I think having Zlatan in a dressing room yeah. uh, puts that, that fear uh, mm. into people when they, they start playing for him yeah. as much as they're playing for Ollie and opposition as well and the opposition is the turning crowd, up thinking getting up this, when he comes on the pitch who's this big guy like, you know, um, free kick out out on the left yeah Zlatan's I think, I think in there. he brings a, yeah. brings a lot to the table I know United obviously had Twilight uh, Henrik Larsson mm. uh, played for them under Alex Ferguson um, and obviously we've had round one of Zlatan yeah. um, but I, I think he could do a job for them um, I just think maybe as a club they'll see it as a as a backward step, and potentially really? yeah, because really? obviously they they got rid of him, and then it's like oh Zlatan we need you back. Yeah. Um, I think they might there might be a bit of pride that comes into it. But, yeah, maybe. Um, what about Wayne Rooney? Oh, Rooney's gonna be playing for Derby. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Rooney will be at Derby yeah, I didn't know from. That. Uh, I didn't know that yeah. from January uh, and look. We're going to have to talk about it next show because we haven't got enough time. Yeah, I know. Rooney and uh, Vardy. Colleen Rooney. I know. Uh, Colleen and uh, Rebecca Vardy. Um, we'll we'll have Clash. more info on that next week. It's, it's, it's been, you know, it's drifted out of the press a bit Ooh. now, but um, we'll dig it back up and, and, and go into it in depth Definitely. on next week's show. Uh, we can only hope for a Derby-Leicester FA Cup third round draw in which Rooney uh, has to choose whether or not to shake the hand of of Jeremy (laughs) Vardy Um, that would be a dream situation uh, for all involved in British football Uh, John you can hear that that's the background music it's playing us out and we're dancing outro stuff Um, thanks for joining me on the show this week Uh, as we said next week we'll be back hopefully with Levi and Greg in the studio to talk about Logan Paul and KSI because we'll be a matter of uh, well we'll be about 10 days away from the fight by the time that happens Um, and yeah thank you for joining me have a good one (laughs) cheers bye